today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. So this, uh, we're understood, uh, this rainbow crosswalk. And by the way, this is kind of related to the story we talked about a few months ago where they're installing new kinds of crosswalks, you know, the great big long thick lines right across the crosswalk, which essentially uh, is to ensure pedestrian safety. And that's a wonderful idea. So uh, the uh, international BIA uh, is wanting to put one uh, down by Theodore Aquarius. And uh, it's, let's just say, I don't know that anybody's really opposed to this. At least I haven't heard from anybody that's opposed to it yet. But uh, others are saying, well, that's, that's nice, but there's, it could be and should be a lot more being done to try to show support for the LGBTQ community. Deirdre Pike joins us, who is a senior planner, of course, with the Social Planning and Research Council here in Hamilton, who wrote a report last year, which I think is very relevant to the discussion that's going to be ongoing now. Deirdre, thanks so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Hi, Bill. Nice to talk to you. Very quickly, let's talk about the concept of this idea, first of all, putting a a rainbow crosswalk in there. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's fat. When I first uh, received a call yesterday to talk about it, I was very excited because uh, I'm from uh, London originally, and um, and in the city of London, Ontario, at the corner in front of City Hall, at the corner of Victoria Park, where Pride events are held each year, they have a rainbow crosswalk. And uh, Renee and I were there at Christmas, my partner and I were there at Christmas, and when we walked through that uh, crosswalk, she said, this is so fabulous, why don't we have this in Hamilton? So I thought it was great news when I first read about it. And uh, and and I still think it's a a nice idea, but I think that um, there's a lot of context missing in terms of um, why why it's happening. Some of the comments I've heard from uh, Councillor Farr in terms of using a symbol that is our um, it is not um, as I read one place a, a symbol of tolerance. And nobody wants to be tolerated here. This is a symbol of inclusion and one that's hard fought for and that people go to jail for wearing a rainbow flag in many places and they have been arrested for our sexual orientation and gender before. Uh, this is not um, a pretty thing to make an intersection look nice and make, um, you know, an illusion of safety or welcome. This is a political symbol and uh, not something to better the business improvement uh, area. Yeah, it's it's a statement. It should be a statement anyway, as opposed to an enhancement to, a, to as you say, to a street landscape. I I think well, I agree with that. I don't know if if a whole lot of other people do. I hope they do by this stage. Uh, I, I'm trying to put this in context too, Deirdre, and I can remember it wasn't too many years ago, sitting right here in this chair and in this studio talking about uh, the fact that the mayor of the day would not raise the pride flag at City Hall, and there were court injunctions about this, and on and on it goes. Uh, I, I guess the overarching question here is, have we moved the yardsticks in this discussion over the years? Uh, you know, so we are sitting in this conversation right in the very uh, very similar context as you're speaking about, um, where city council has been um, hauled up by the Ontario Human Rights uh, Commission for, um, their, for the treatment of a trans woman in a... Um, you know, by a city mm-hmm. employee. And so, I mean, we're just weeks away from that going before city council. And the recommendations that have come forward are okay, but they're not robust. They're, nobody's jumping on um, the kind of extensive training that's required for people to understand um, the, the um, reality of trans people in our community and, um, and the privilege that uh, you and I face as cisgender people. And so... Uh, you know, this is a, what do you call it, window dressing, right? You know, let's put up a, a nice little rainbow intersection 
um, in front of a bar that is um, in front of a building that is, uh, you know, rife with uh, sadness. You know, Ron Matai, a gay restaurant owner, beaten while he owned that place. It closes. Then we have uh, the potential of the Steel Lounge, which provides great community space for a little over a year, and it's gone. So it's it's an awkward position even i think geographically for the thing so so i am not uh, you know i the work that i do and you i think you remember is called creating lgbtq positive space and yep. so i'm not one to come into a conversation and say what the hell's going on here this is terrible this is not where i'm at uh, there is good intent here but i think that people need to understand their impact more than their intent Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.